0: Welcome to the New Monks. This podcast is dedicated to those of us on the journey of evolution. Through these episodes, we will dive into the lives of individual people and discover what they have learnt and how they have handled their growth. We believe that we all have wisdom to be shared with each other and can learn from listening to each other's stories. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and Apple Podcasts Spotify. If you feel like leaving us a review and sharing the love, that would be greatly appreciated. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the New Monks podcast. I'm Jay Muller. And today I'm talking to Corey. And this was such an insightful conversation. It was really great to get to know more about him And his journey, really, his past and what has led him up to the beliefs and views that he has today. I first stumbled onto his Instagram page where he shares a lot and it really resonated and I really enjoyed reading it because it's very detailed, whatever he's talking about. It's very clear and very detailed. So it was great to get him on the podcast. And yeah, one of the things is that he's just been around so many different paths, so many different teachings and down all the avenues, winding up to the place where he is now. It was great to really get that. He's started off with um, martial arts, found his way into the plant medicine and psychedelic world, which he experienced, experimented with for quite some time. So he's got a big background in that. And then that journey eventually came to an end and yeah he he describes why and then finding more ancient practices such as kriya yoga and then stumbling into the freedom teachings and kilontic science which is also super interesting i like i'm so interested in in all of those perspectives and and the science really because it really is the science yeah it's really really cool talking to him and then we talk a bit about what's happening in the world at the moment and the the split that is definitely being felt amongst a lot of us at the moment so yeah i hope you enjoy this episode and i hope you learn a lot from it because there's uh, a lot of information here that's coming to the light only just now hey Corey, thank you so much for being here and uh Yeah, such a pleasure to have this conversation and and talk with you, because I've seen a lot of your perspectives and what you've been sharing online, and it's just really resonated with me.
1: Mm. Nice. Yeah. Any posts in particular? (laughs) There's a lot of them.
0: There were a few, you know, now I have to just remember. But I think just particularly, I feel like the way that you speak is so clear. it's very defined and refined there's no you know messing around (laughs) yeah
2: yeah yeah i was telling a friend recently of how much time uh well i mean in retrospect it doesn't take that much time to write stuff because it's kind of always flowing but uh i guess more so like uh, attention you know like attention to detail in particular wording and You know, you could change just one word in a post and it could change everything kind of thing. Right. Like it's it's pretty um, like once you start, I feel like, you know, as you really start to get in tune with aligning how speech and expression like matches up with your internal world or like what the the true authentic um, self, it you start to see like how, yeah, how much you know. You have to be like aware of the words and how yeah. you express and all of it, right? Especially now because, yeah, you know, people people are so sensitive, you know. <laughs> so, so, which is fine because it it helps you like reflect on okay, like what am I really choosing yeah. to communicate, right? But, um, yeah, but yeah, that's a good reflection.
0: Yeah, it's so important. I think you can never underestimate how much you can really you know
2: think about the words you're using and how powerful it is yeah and how how it really does affect people you know i mean we're on social media sharing all the stuff all the time and you know you could be sharing stuff that really is impacting somebody in a positive or negative way and you know changing the course of their day or their week or you know uh so it's easy to just post things and then you know a thousand people see it or whatever but that it really does ripple yeah. So you know it's, it's important we're clear about what we're sharing, I guess. It's something I've constantly been humbled to.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> Love that. Uh-huh.
2: Um,
0: so you normally just how I like to start before we go into it is just if we can just take a few deep breaths in and out.
1: Sure. And then yeah, if you can just share how you're feeling right now. Silent, <laughs> <This island's> peaceful. <laughs> yeah. How
2: about you?
0: Yeah, also definitely feeling quite peaceful, even though if you look outside, it's a bit chaotic. <laughs> yeah, true. I know
2: you, and and I know you wanted to do it in the daytime, so it's better light. And then I was like, oh, it's pouring rain today. Oh, good. Really? It's, been snow- it's been snowing here too, I don't know what it's like over there with you guys, but wow. winter is here.
0: Yeah, so you're in Canada?
2: I am, yeah, right near the capital in Ottawa, Ontario. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: So you were born there, right? You, you're from Canada? I was
2: born in uh, on an army base nearby, and then my dad was in the military, so we went to all the different army bases in my younger years, and then we settled in Ottawa, uh, the capital, for... I've been here for, yeah, 21 years or so, so I've, um, you know, it feels like home pretty much. Yeah. Very nice, yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you like it there?
2: Um, yeah, Canada's, I mean, Canada's got a real close place in my heart. I mean, um, I've been to a lot of other places, you know, India, Thailand, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, and, um, nice. and in, in the States and stuff, and. I mean they're all nice places uh Costa Rica in particular, but um, but yeah, there's something about Canada I just always come back to, even the winter, you know it's like it's just yeah. there's it's such a magical space, like the land is so big and um it's so dense, like the, it's such a strong energy, and I mean you know people I mean people have very different opinions now with Canada due to the nature of things here, but yeah, um, but even on the surface, you know as things kind of present are presenting themselves as you know chaotic or whatever Uh, in my view the energetic reds here are very strong they're still very stable either way so it's important we don't get washed up with you know the, the hype of emotion you know on the surface of things right but um yeah and i mean ottawa is the capital it's kind of a i don't know it's only a million people it's kind of a balanced um size um and it's it's just a lot of energy to transmute here, I would say. <laughs> there's there's a lot of that. Uh so you know, we're we're placed where we need to be placed, I think. That's kind yeah. of something I've always come back to, right? Traveling is a very um, you know, uh attractive thing for a lot of folk, especially like us, you know, and freedom and sovereignty and being awakened and all that. But there's also something to be said about just, you know, being where you are, wherever that is. Um, so, you know, I just kind of ride the wave with that a little bit. And
0: yeah. I mean, that's so interesting. Cause I feel like it's quite similar for me. I've done a bit of traveling, but London just always keeps calling me back.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And I like what you said about the, it's quite stable, the grids, you know?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of these, um, spiritual hotspots on the planet, you know, Bali, Costa Rica, you know, India and all these places. Um, Hawaii, you know, Peru, I mean, they're, they're, they're so potent, you know, there's such a power to them. And there's a there's a reason why a lot of people are drawn to these places.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and then in other viewpoints, you know, infrastructure wise, and all that, you know, there isn't, it isn't necessarily that strong. So there's other components to look at, you know, when we're dealing with uh, a very fragile time, you know, a time where there's a lot of things that could, could kind of go in different directions. So it's important we stay grounded. Yes. you know, to to what's. Yeah. Uh,
0: this is you know. so important. I feel like for me, I've had yeah, really, really felt like that's exactly what I need to do, and mm-hmm. and it's right here. And I feel like you know, it can you can really be like, oh my god, there's so much going on. I need to go somewhere else, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is fine, if as well, if that is, you know, if you if you feel called, right. But yeah.
2: Then, yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel following soul resonance is always it, yeah. um, you know, and and so it's not really a not to travel or to travel. It's just whatever that soul resonance is. And when you're really listening and you have that clear communication line, you know, where you can heed that call in the right time, um, you'll be where you need to be. I think yeah. that's what's important. Right. But I mean, some of the greatest yeah. you know masters of the past that I've learned from. I mean, you know, some of them are living right in the heart of Mumbai or something like this, you know, so it's like enlightenment or awakening or coming to realize your true nature can happen anywhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love Mumbai. Bombay, Mm -hmm. yeah. I just, there's something about that place. I love it.
2: Crazy, yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) I remember when I was driving back in there from Pune and, uh, well, I had a taxi driving me. It was like, it was like the biggest roller coaster I've ever, like I've been on these huge roller coasters in Canada and stuff and then you go on that it was like wild I was like oh my goodness like the amount of people and cars yeah.
0: and yeah yeah, yeah
2: crazy so cool, so cool. Yeah, crazy.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah yeah I like that I think I think it is important to be grounded right now like wherever that is for you you know
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: yeah always I mean it's really the time i mean if anything that's that's the real i mean in the spiritual space, you know there's a lot of interest in going not just physical places but going places like within your consciousness, within dimensions within you yeah. know the the higher realms and all that, but in reality yeah the only the only way we really gain access to those higher dimensions of those expanded consciousness states is when we've we're we're grounded within ourselves, right, like mm. this is like the revival of the feminine, which is much a theme right now, in even in the spiritual space, you know, a lot of people are talking about feminine, awakening the feminine, you know, the yada yeah. yada yada. I mean, really, what does this mean in a practical light? It means the the ability to embody our expanded, you know, dimensional self within this present moment awareness, right? So that's what I view to be the true definition of grounding. You know, it's 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 rooted within present moment awareness while while still expanded in, in all of these states and being able to access these, these states um right where you are, you know, right in your body, right here, even with the eyes open. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's really how we embody and anchor, you know, these these higher frequencies or these higher versions of ourselves within our, you know, moment to moment reality and how, you know, the earth is is then healed and you know our communities and our friend circles, family circles, you know, like the things that are most dear to us right here um that's really the doorway to that you know when, when we're feeling that ground and embodied in ourselves and all that right so it's yeah. a paradox i guess
0: i really like that it's it's interesting because there are so many different aspects to that you know like the really 3d physical realm you know and then you know like you say these higher dimensions that you can access to and then yeah i don't know how did you feel about just you know i feel like there's a whole revolution going on right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i like what you said about being grounded and you know wherever you are it's where you're supposed to be how do you feel about you know because i think there's a whole like uh movement people wanting to go to like a specific area and you know but then also you can do it right here right now right
2: what are Mm -hmm.
0: your thoughts on on that you know
2: um well i feel like we have to kind of get like yeah more specific within ourselves when we're listening to these inner calls right Because, um you know there can be an inner call that has like a clear resonance you know as to uh like uh, you know say you're tuning into a part of yourself that already exists in a particular grid because that you know that's really the case when we when we feel called to somewhere what what's actually happening is we're remembering an aspect of ourselves that's already there and that and, we're, and when we go to that place it's like we reconnect with that aspect of self and it's like, oh, we feel at home here, you know. I feel at home. And you know, you hear with people like going to different places. Yeah. So that's that's one side of things, right? If we're yeah. if we're feeling like making a move, you know, somewhere. But then there's other sides where it could be just a temporary thing because it's a part of a, you know, uh like a part of your contract, it's a part of your path to be in a particular place, you know, for you know, maybe more ground like 3d reasons or maybe higher dimensional reasons where you're you're holding a certain frequency for that location you know for a particular yeah. time so that could be that um but then it also can come from places of trauma you know maybe you you feel lonely you feel you don't have connected community and you feel like if you look at you know some other place in the world it's like oh it seems like there's a bunch more community over there and you'd like yeah. to go there you know and so yeah. that could be practically um helpful but often if you know wherever we go, there we are. You know the issues we're we're dealing with here are going to come yeah. with us, yeah. right. So al- although environment can be helpful to deal with those those challenges, it, we still are going to have to face those same challenges. So often people are just you know, you may for a short while feel better, mm-hmm. right? but then, but then, all of a sudden, the same things are kind of popping up, right? Like like a relationship or like you know a job, you leave one and then you go to the next, and it's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, I th- I feel we have to be very um, discerning within ourselves, you know, about about the reasons, you know, and and of of why thoughts come up to 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 do things, and in this case, you know, move here or move there or whatever, right? Um, and the other thing too is like we we often think we have all this free will to do like whatever we want, and it's true, but there is a lot of like natural mm-hmm. aligned, you know. Um, pathways that are kind of already etched within our karmic field right so we often are going to find ourselves in the places we really need to be with or without us kind of thing you know it's like whether we want to or not we're just it's just going to kind of happen right and and I feel the more we come back to that um like natural flow of decision making where like I feel like the more mature you get on this path the more you see that things don't need to ever really be that drastic it's like when you have to go to the bathroom you just kind of go up and go to the bathroom you know it's like it's not this drastic decision and Uh, in my view like
3: mm. all of
2: all of our life experience can can kind of be like this as we harmonize back to ourselves where you know going to some place of this it it really should feel natural in my view it shouldn't feel like this like huge stretch
1: Mm. and if it
2: if it does you know maybe there's something going on there you know what i mean um yeah you know, not to say we, you know, not to move out outside of our comfort zone and, you know, this type of thing, but I feel like things can kind of happen quite naturally in that regard. Um, You know, instead of always thinking up this kind of like idealistic, spiritual version of ourselves, you know what I mean? That, I don't know, lives in Bali with the tea and meditating (laughs) on a mountain or some shit, you know what I
1: mean?
2: Right? right? Because in truth, it's a frequency thing, right? The pocket's the pockets of, let's say, like safety, or the pockets of ascension, are going to emerge in cities, outside of yeah. cities, yeah. It, in rural areas, in very dense areas. Like they're going to pop up everywhere.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. So each of us are going to have different, you know, yeah. responsibilities in that, and they're changing too. There mm-hmm. may be, you know, mm-hmm. it's like changing, se- changing seasons, you know. Mm. Yeah. So. Been. Yeah. Yeah. Different dimensions to that topic for sure.
0: I love it. It's so intricate, exactly. So many different dimensions, so many different things. It's not to say one thing completely because you also have to consider this and, you know, yeah. But I, know, I like what you said about feeling natural because I feel like I can definitely resonate that with my path. As I've kind of progressed, it just feels like things just become less intense, you know? In the end, it's just like, uh, even if it's something so dramatic, you know, a past version of me would have been like, Whoa. No,
2: it's just another, uh, it's just another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it, right? I mean, I, I'm often reminded of like, you know, whether people believe in past lives or this or that. I mean, you know, in my view, it's like we're an eternal soul and we've gone through many lives and you know yeah. across millions, if not billions, or even longer of years. So, you know, when we're yeah. when we're thinking in that type of scope, you know, like thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, billions of years, mm-hmm. you know, when we think of like The next few months you know or the next few years like Mm. although it is a very important time and we're in a time where the you know we could say time is accelerated it it it, it, we're still dealing with very short cycles comparative to the grand scheme of things right yeah so so although every moment's important it's it is also important that we remind ourselves of that of that bigger yeah uh, expanded lens you know which kind of dissolves like urgency and this like oh i got to make something happen or
0: mm.
2: you know what i mean cuz often that's coming from a frequency that's not so pleasant yes so it's it's just going to manifest more of that most of the time right and and yeah so I, you know it's important we just it's important we really just listen though it's like it's we're, we're really listening to the signs and symbols of our reality and you know what's popping up and what we're tuning into and 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 you know we'll be guided and and even if we do you know, it's like, I I remember one day I was on a bridge and I was looking down at the pillar that was in the water from the bridge. And it's like, the water was like equally going like, you know, around on the left and then around the pillar on the right. And of course the water just kind of like merges back together when it gets around the pillar. So, you know, it's kind of like that, right? Like often we think it's like, oh, is it left or right? Is it left or right? And then like even if you go left often you're still going to 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 match up with what even if you went right like either way it's going to kind of just like come mm-hmm. back anyways and and you're going to face those same like core karmic lessons or situations that were meant for you either way
0: either way yeah, yeah. you know
2: what I mean it's yeah. like it's like our hair like we haven't had a choice in like the way our hair's grown or the shape of our nose like of course you get plastic surgery but like, naturally it's all kind of like forming itself in a way that you really have no control over and in my view like the paths of our life have a lot of those elements too there's a lot of free will components to it but there's certain components that are just kind of like almost etched and yeah they're they're coming for you either way (laughs) (laughs)
0: I've I've definitely had moments as well when I've made a decision and been on a flight and you know in just feeling so calm and just like Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like when that happens, I, I know this is the right movement, you know. Mm. Um, But also I love what you said about, you know, different pockets of people in so many different places and cities and all over. Yeah, I think that sometimes it can, you know, some people might be feeling it's really difficult where they are, you know, like for what just what's happening. Like I've heard so much is going on in Canada, right, for example. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't interrupt
0: you. You know, there's just such an urge to like want to get out of it. But I don't know. I feel like it's kind of happening in a lot of different places. <laughs> how can you escape it? You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I gets into like, yeah, more details about, you know, the reality of what we're facing now and how long this kind of plan, mm-hmm. so to speak, has been um, planned for you know like it, it's it's been it's it's, it's we're, we're dealing with like very long cycles in time mm-hmm. going back very hard very far in our history as to why we're dealing with what we're dealing with today so you know to think like yeah we could just go to one country because that country's going to be somehow better off than this it's like well um sure it could be um but on another element like we're dealing with a whole world endeavor you know that That is across all lands, like all lands are going to have to face with similar karma in many ways, right? And um and you know, on another end, like, yeah, it's like, you know, everyone's talking all this stuff about Canada, but like, I mean, for me, you know, it's like, well, I don't know where 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 is this? Like, where are these things you're talking about? It's not that they're not happening, like, yeah, they are happening in you know different places, but it's like when we really come into the practicalities of our own frequency bubble. Mm -hmm. we really do have a very strong effect on what is in or out of that bubble Mm -hmm. right so i I was joking about this the other day about how like to be honest most of this stuff only exists when i go on social media you know what i mean or when i go on the internet or go on the news you know like if i'm not on those places like a lot of this stuff just doesn't exist like i don't i don't come across it in the in the ways that people are are saying like you know um and and that's that's not because it's not there it's because i've taken responsibility for all the ways in which i interact with these dynamics mm. you know like if i'm not going to go and associate myself with you know places that are trying to force things on this or if i'm not if i don't need to go to a restaurant or i, I mean i don't go to any of these places so i don't need to have a pass because i don't i don't i just don't do those things you know what i
1: mean
2: <laughs> um likewise with just the way that i've i've lived in my life over the past you know three four years of you know really trusting in the flow of of things like you know gift economy and um the natural like culture of 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 community and and um like what does it mean to be amongst others of similar frequency you know it's like well i mean I, i'm constantly kind of going and finding myself in these pockets you know of people who are in that same wavelength where it just they're everywhere, but yet it seems like they're so sparring and there's nobody around and everybody is just a sheep or something. but it's like, well, no, I mean I, I think that's just an excuse not to take responsibility or to really start to look at you know the fact that you do influence and 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 what is your frequency range like what is the range you're you're at and does that carry with you? in all these in the other environments that you go into, you know, I could be in the dense city of Montreal, 5 million people, and I still find pockets or communities or places where people are very much in the know about what's up and what, you know, who they are and, you know, what have you, right? Um, it is it is true that a lot of them are starting to, to happen outside of the city, so there's more stronger pockets starting to emerge in more rural you know these off-grid you know communities like things like that are starting to pop up more I, I surely noticed that yeah um but still like you know it it, it can be found anywhere and it, it even if it's not with other people it's just yourself so just you in your own bubble alone you know wherever yeah. you go yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can be fine you know what I mean yeah. um so I, I feel like that's really important because because yeah, like everywhere, everywhere on the planet, you'd be facing similar things. Um, I do think there are going to be stronger pockets than others, and we have to listen to ourselves about where we may feel that may be. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of a world event, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is a world event,
2: exactly. <laughs> and you know, and then but and then like when we even say that, it's like, well, what's the world other than an idea, you know, that we're all. Collectively holding together, you know, and and mm. what's our own world? You know, like my world is different than your world. You know, you know. So it's it's very much uh, it's there's an objective element to it, mm. but even that objective element is still fabricated through all of our subjective lenses, you know. Mm. And that's we can kind of see that happening, but like a splitting of sorts happening within. Yeah, what right,
0: with, said <laughs> Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The splitting
1: is.
3: a parent.
0: know. so much to talk about. So, um, yeah, I think um, this responsibility thing is quite big, really, isn't it? Because, I mean, yeah, if if you're not doing that, then how are you going to find those pockets, you know, (laughs) find that? And what you said about, yeah, holding your own frequency. But this whole thing, I guess, anyway, it takes you know a certain degree of self development you know and inquiry self inquiry to even get to that place right um but i also feel like even for those who have done a lot of of that work it's even more even more asking us to step like forward and you know it's like a little bit of a push
2: <laughs> yeah 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 or like just the same reminder we've gotten probably like millions of times you know over, right like just an endless reminder to come back you know to what is true what is actually real and 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 exist within the the private nature of yourself you know like because i i feel that's the other component to this journey is like really knowing when when and what to say you know within the within the spaces or environments that it actually can be heard because yeah you know, I mean, that's one thing I've learned over this ten years of sharing, and you know, maybe yeah, teaching people or guiding or teaching myself rather, really. You know, like, like, um yeah, it's 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 been a process of really just listening to who actually wants to hear it. You know, like,
1: mm-hmm. I think
2: uh, because it, we can obviously go and stand up on like the center square and yell to everybody that you know wake up and this is what yeah. I gotta do. And I feel like there's people for that, and there's people doing that. Yes. what I've learned more and more and what I've been more attuned to as much as I'm you know active on social media I'm still re- relatively like a very small small fish in the sea and within my immediate surrounding you know I'm pretty to myself you know and, and I and I find myself more become des- desiring to becoming more and more invisible within yes. this time you know yeah. because yeah. it's like going out and battling anything I mean that's surely not of interest and then going out and trying to like convince people of things that's also really not of interest you know um it's it's really just again it's that frequency thing you know like yeah. like we're, we're together here sharing things on a similar wavelength so it's enjoyable and other people who listen are going to be in that and then sure there may be still an oscillation range of you know a frequency but it's pretty similar
1: yeah. you know
2: and that that's what helps to kind of like build it up right and
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. it's kind of it, when we get into places or environments where the oscillation range is very different that's when we start to find ourselves and kind of like we maybe we get drained or we feel like we're talking to a wall or mm. you know we see like oh there's not or it's just like unnecessary challenge that comes with that you know what i mean like like if i don't know you're trying to go to a place and they don't they want you to wear a mask and have the v-pass v- and like all these things and you're like well it's too much of an effort really to to try and come you know it's like it'd be best to just find another place to be honest um (laughs) right and and so I I found myself to coming more in that invisible space you know where I I feel like that will really become even more prominent as we move forward you know that, that element of literally just those who are in that frequency they're kind of just like dissolving from The reality, you know, not not like into a higher dimension, which that could be it, but more into like into these like safe zones, you know, these pockets.
0: I love that safe zones. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, that also resonated me because recently I basically restarted my Instagram page, and Mm -hmm, I also mm -hmm. had a similar. I was just like, you know what? Because the whole way that program is running is like to get more followers, get more likes. And I was like, it's really not about that right now, and it's also not about trying to talk to everyone, like mm-hmm. you, said, you know, and just realizing this whole thing about the resonant frequency, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, it's it so. But um, yeah, that's it. Like, that's a really good point. You know, that element of like quality over quantity. I mean, that's always been hit. It's always been really the case. I think. I think also, the distortions in the world of you know influence be it in the the more kind of matrix celebrity realm or yes. even in the in the more like popular spiritual teacher realm yes you know or or whatever yeah.
0: it
2: it's the same kind of distortion right it's kind yeah, of like yeah. almost like a, a savior complex vibe yes
0: um, been for so long
2: <laughs> yeah yeah which you know from all the great wisdom carriers that i've learned from like yeah. none of, none of them really were in that Five, you know, they were actually fairly unknown to most people until after they died, or you know, even people I know in this lifetime that are like what I view to be some of the most adept people on the planet. They like some of them are not even public with teaching, you know, like nobody even knows. Like you, you, you go on their social media and you'd have no idea who they are, kind of thing, right? So I find, yeah, that's 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 really a humbling lesson over and over, right? Because I mean. Especially for the younger folk, because we we understand the social algorithm and like how to post things and how to gain the followers or do this and that. Um, But even, I mean, even for me, when I post something that's like a little bit more, you know, I don't know, talk about COVID more, talk about aliens, or talk about like things that are more like emotionally charged, then the the intensity of the virality that happens is so quick. And then, Um, you know, you have such a mix of frequencies of people that come in from that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: that space right which uh, can be nice but also can be kind of like distracting yeah. too because you know you're like yeah. well you know is are these are these the beings that i, I i'm i really you know i'm yes. and to be around or i want to be around right now you know what i mean <laughs> you know without judgment but it's no, just... I,
0: yeah oh yeah i hear you because that's exactly why i was like i don't know it's, it's like i want to be more authentic mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: i'm going to work with everyone and you know and I know that, so like I was mm-hmm. like, let me just restart and just like try and you know get more people who are on a similar vibe. Really, that's it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, that's really cool. I like that.
0: Yeah. Um. So I would love to hear about your journey. It's interesting you said the people that you've learned from have kind of been out of the public domain. But yeah, I feel from what I've seen, it sounds like you've gone to down so many different avenues.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well i am a triple a triple air sign um in Gem- Sun gemini so you know information and knowledge and like yeah information knowledge like those two in particular is it's like it's been always a such an interest um mm-hmm. because yeah like i thrive off the, the 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 analysis the thinking the the diving down all of these different pockets of information and then simulating mm-hmm. them in a really you know a magical way and um that feels right for me and it feels right to express and so yeah i mean like path has been quite vast in that respect you know and um and i'm attempting now to like organize things more cuz i understand how like one day i'll be talking about this thing and the next day I'm about this thing and it's like there's so, so many topics that moves through me all the time
1: yeah.
2: um not only through my experience but i feel like when we come to a certain place on our path where like there's a certain omnipresence that we're connected to, you know, where you know you're you're kind of like feel receiving these downloads or these pockets of information about almost anything yeah like quite consistently, which I feel anyone on the path can relate yeah um you know initially it can be overwhelming, but as you start to get your stride and you're grounded in it, um you know that's where we become this like sun or like a star of creativity, you know where like things can constantly be moving through us, yeah um. you know that could be from all different types of things you know because we we're we're like it's like we're assimilating all the archetypes you know of the magician the priest the warrior the you know the the caretaker whatever and that's all like moving through us in this this kind of creative expression that's kind of how i've seen the path on my own on my own journey even even going into these like different groupings whether it's um you know more of the fitness space that I started with my younger years you know fitness and nutrition and you know bodybuilding martial arts I was like you know chasing the kind of UFC dream for a while pretty seriously in my you know younger um late teens early 20s um you know then getting into the more uh, entrepreneurial path and that element in the west is kind of like a spiritual path in itself you know like entrepreneurship and all the lessons that come with that in business and these things and being an artist or be a, being a creator in some some respect um you know so that that was that was those initial years that was kind of that really got me into more like personal development stuff right like Tony Robbins and
1: yeah, yeah, emotional
2: yeah. and you know like that kind of world right which is yeah. still very kind of focused on yeah. like like me like the personal me and yeah. you know wanting to be someone in the world and
0: yes you, you yeah. know be
2: be empowered and which is, which is a part of the path because most of us have were, grew up in a disempowered environment.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
2: Right. So then we kind of have that explosion of, well, I want to be empowered and I want to be someone. So there's this kind of like move to the other imbalance, um, which, you know, inevitably is going to humble you at some point. Yeah. Right. Um, which it did for me in a series of out-of-body experiences in um, early 2012. Um, and you know through like meditation and psychedelics and all that stuff so that that was really like my first contact with God I guess you could say outside of like my early like from when I was like really young because when I was really young I was actually really into God and wanted to be a priest and I had a lot of like paranormal experiences when I was like a child um but that was like you know often that like most people that's often suppressed or rejected or you know all the things right um Mm -hmm. so it coming back into contact with like spirit or God or energy or these topics that I really didn't care about. You know, I just wanted to make money and be powerful and (laughs) you know what I mean? Like leave some legacy in the world. That's really all I was interested in. Um, But then you, you get humbled through life challenges and then you're turned inwards and then maybe you start to contact, you know, a sense of God self or spirit or energy that, Mm. yeah like i said like for me that was never really a consideration it's not that i was rejecting religion or these things i just didn't care i was like i have better things to do kind of thing right (laughs) um so so yeah so that that kind of really like sparked things and then it brought me back to like when i was 16 and i started seeing like numbers like 444 or you know i remember asking my mom like i kept seeing it on the clock or i would wake up at night or and I'd be like, Mom, like, I keep seeing this, like, what is happening? And, you know, she 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 didn't really have context to explain anything to me. But it was like, oh, like, these things are, you know, happening to me and all that. Right. And so 2012 was, I, I guess, for a lot of people, that was a year where a lot of things were kind of popping off. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
2: But, you know, I'm sure for you or, you know, 2011, I guess, too. Um, So it kind of was bringing everything to light you know as to like this path I was on from like fitness and martial arts and entrepreneurship and you know all the personal development stuff even like Eckhart Tolle stuff in like 2008 Mm -hmm. Um, but it like again like experiencing something and reading in a book or watching a YouTube video is like a whole world
0: Yeah, very different
2: right so so that was really when things really popped off you know in regards to like deepening into myself you know and and so i i, I went i was very in de- intense with the, the psychedelic space in those first three years that's why i speak so clearly to it now
1: yeah you about, do. Yeah. you know
2: <laughs> about mainly my aversion to them and how i would really wouldn't really recommend them to most people yeah, which are so interesting yeah. yeah it's interesting especially because most people come to me now who are just waking up and they start talking to me about that and, you know if i would recommend it and, and most are surprised that i i'm, I'm pretty adamant about not yeah. you know
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh which is which is funny and you know it's i guess it's also part of my own integration still too but it's like i was i i went through such a intensive period with that where you know i i i don't really come across that many people that i can have uh, that 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 can relate to the intensity of that although most of us i think who've gone into it have experienced some level of it mm-hmm. um but you know i could yeah. really write a couple books about you know all those experiences go um,
0: no, and... ahead no i know what you mean because i've kind of been down that avenue as well and um i just noticed that not not everyone is having such intense experiences
2: <laughs> yeah 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 i mean I mean, you grow up maybe in it. I, I remember growing up in my my teens and I had all these like drug dealer friends and, you know, you know, it was the same thing. You just smoke and chill and eat yeah. or whatever. or yeah. You know, even, you know, or you take mushrooms as a, at a party or something like yeah. this. I don't know. But um, yeah, you know, it, on this journey, it became quite rich, ritualistic and it, it really started to tap me into a lot of past lives with the same tools that I've used. And it was really just a big karmic clearing. That's the way I viewed it.
0: Mm, um, i like that
2: one yeah and end of 2015 where is where it came to a quite an abrupt end because i pushed it to such a limit that my energetics just like couldn't handle it anymore
0: When 2018
2: um, what's that sorry
0: when did it you say it come to an end 20,
2: 2015 uh, okay. around there there's wow. a couple times after that yeah. um but it was like a forced like crown chakra popping open at, uh in one of those experiences that was quite dramatic um in its effect. So I, I, you know, I was pretty deep into the whole ceremonial culture, and I had to. I, it was only one option. I had to. I had to get out of that. And literally, like, it was a couple weekends later that I went and you know got initiated by a Himalayan guru, um, and and went down the Kriya Yoga path for a couple years. Wow. You know, which was which was like a key shifting uh, point from you know a, a, um, attaining these like very high level states both in closed eye journeys and open eyed walking reality Mm -hmm. from the use of these tools to then having to like rebuild almost Mm -hmm. um, using breath work and meditation and self-inquiry to to get back to these levels of being and these levels of states without the tool, you know, um, which, which Mm -hmm. took a lot, a lot of effort. Right. And that's part of the reason why I've pointed a lot of people to, like straight to those tools or straight to yana yoga or straight to kailantic wisdom or you know freedom teaching stuff that i'm quite affiliated with because to me it's like that's like the direct path often mm-hmm. to attaining a lot of these states or these abilities you know out of body expanded consciousness activation of superpowers all of that but doing so from a more methodical grounded um, natural approach right where you're again you're not because much of the analogy i've used with this is not looking to push the pendulum too strongly in any direction right and so say we go into some psychedelic experience and it's like a blown open thing and we're just like experiencing like infinity you know for the next like 2 hours and then we collapse back down and we come back into this reality it's well it's almost like we've pushed that pendulum so strongly in one direction that it's almost inevitable it's going to come back in the other um, and so the body's going to go through this real intense integration period You know, there's going to be like, you know, the biochemistry is going to have to rebalance the organs that were drained, you know, often the liver, you know, the kidneys, uh, that kind of thing It's going to be drained because all the energy and the blood's rushing to the brain, that's going to have to rebalance. So there's all these karmic elements with that, um, which, you know, maybe you just do one experience and you really take your time with integration. Maybe that can be okay. But the reality of that pendulum pushing, um, in my view, is, is is what causes us to, to kind of stay in that seeking wheel, you know, mm-hmm. for, for for enormous yeah. an enormous amount of time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um so the more we're able to like heed the path in a way where we're 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 methodical about how we're we're dealing with that pendulum and we're we're not we're not ever pushing things too strongly. Mm-hmm. Um yep. that's that's where I feel like the path actually ends up going faster. Because often when the pendulum comes back really strongly, we, we tend to slip up,
1: yeah. and we may
2: make mistakes that actually make us push the pendulum again. And then it's like we're not really actually going anywhere. We think we are,
1: yeah. but
2: there isn't actually that much progression happening. It's a very small progression in in comparison to some yeah. of the more advanced paths. You know, like you mentioned, like self inquiry and you know advanced yogic, you know, or Buddhist practices or things like this, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so it gets very um, like you have to be like really detailed with that i find right and it's, it's very subtle you know most people are so dense that you need the psychedelic experience to get out of that density you know what i mean like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, so you need that like, shock
0: uh, yeah
2: exactly you're like cracked open the armor almost yeah, right yeah. um which i understand too but uh yeah so a it's lot so of things
0: there. yeah like i mean i didn't really go i mean i went deep but it wasn't i wasn't doing it loads. and okay um, but every single time I just had the most intense experience. And then mm-hmm. uh, even if I'd like taken a tiny little bit of mushrooms or whatever it was, you know, it was just like mm-hmm. this... <laughs> And um, in the end, I it was only like three year journey as well, I think. And in the end I was just like, you know what? Life is the lesson. I can learn this in life, you know? It's just it's gonna come to me anyway. And I was like, why am I putting myself through this like intense Mm. all the time like what
2: (laughs) yeah it kind of reminds me of like typical like i don't know like a fitness perspective like no pain no gain type thing you know what i mean like that's so true it's very similar like much of the personal development space which i view to be uh pre-non-duality pre-enlightenment you know going going up even into like yeah like the advanced personal development brain activation you know like even like Wayne Dyer type five stuff, you know, like um, it's all, it's all great stuff. And it's all actually important, especially when you're dealing with like psychological components, you're dealing with trauma, you're dealing with a lot of like foundational components of our, you know, dimension two, dimension three bodies. But as soon as you start going, when you, when you really start to prepare for the greater ascent, you know, Mm -hmm. which is coming into true non-duality or, you know, the, mm. you know if you're, you're you know if you're coming into more samadhi states, yoga or dhyanas, or you know the bliss states, yoga, uh, Buddhism, these things, like these state these stages require most of those things to be dropped. You know, like they they're not coming with you. You know what I mean? Into those, you know, like I used to make fun of like the, you know, you're not you're not taking like your crystal packet and your right. your shaman on speed dial and you know like that that stuff's not coming with you into yeah. those right it's you and it's you and yourself (laughs) right and god right um yeah
0: i've noticed that yeah
2: right so um so yeah and and um and the thing is is that uh it's all good i mean either way we're going to come to the lessons regardless and and the lessons in my experience have been just you and your intimate self is all you need and and you know even in the realms of like you know fasting and healing because that's that's another avenue of the path that I got really involved in because I had been so sick for most of my uh younger years that um and really you know all the health issues all these things and then ne- nothing ever really working and then realizing well it really just came down to like like a, a raw fruit diet and fasting like that's all I needed to heal if I just got out of the way listen to my body that wanted more space to breathe I could heal all the things that I had dealt with for so long you know so same thing. It's like in the space of spirituality, we're dealing. We only really need ourselves. We need ourselves in our own meditative space, our ability to really tune to our own natural guidance that says this or that or to do this or that. And then in the space of healing, it's the same thing. It's like just an open space to rest and fast, you know, or to rest and and to, to treat our bodies with the, the natural elements that the earth provides is the same thing we have everything we need and and we can heal pretty much anything if you know everything kind of simplifies um back into these natural things that we have like right at our fingertips and that's actually what gives us the ability to navigate the infinite complexity because the universe is infinitely complex beyond our wildest imagination yeah but if we navigate it like simply and naturally then we can we won't be overwhelmed
0: Overwhelmed. That's exactly the word. That's the Mm -hmm. word. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's mad. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy. I feel like uh, just from what you're saying, I have a lot of similarities with my journey as well. Like, um, I also got really ill at one point and then this whole journey for me has been figuring out what the hell is going on in my body. (laughs)
1: Mm
0: And, uh, again, tried so many different things, and then I realised, no, this has got nothing to do with that, really. Actually, I need to... And I fasted, and fasting, like water fasting, so helpful, crazy. So funny that it's, I mean, there must be a lot of people, you know, similar experiences, really.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like I say, it's all, you know, really just listening to ourselves and, you know, coming back, coming back to our bodies.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah and just that d- direct connection to god source you know that the knowing that we are that <laughs> and all is that and it's only ever been that you know god source like manifesting in every thought word action every object we perceive every circumstance situation it's only ever been that we've just perceived it in other ways or we believed it to be other things yeah. you know so then we play into those stories we play into those beliefs and those like those illusions. And that just perpetuates the same disease, you know, mm-hmm. drama, drama, challenge, you know, yeah. confusion, overwhelm, like you said, right? But in truth, it's only ever been this, yeah. you know, like the truth, and um, and that has, you know, that it's like we can't really say anything more to that, you know, it's like the, it has to be known, it has to be directly um, realized for oneself through through the practices you know that have been given to us and yeah i mean that's the thing right now you know we, we have access to everything like, everything we could possibly imagine when it comes to like the highest spiritual teachings available in the universe are accessible here now um
0: Love
2: they're that. they're here you know like we can get we can get them we can we can find them um if if we're authentic in our intention mm-hmm. um yeah. and and so that's that so like like we said before like there's no excuse now like if 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 that's really true, like if what I'm saying is true, then it's it's just a product of our responsibility to, Ooh, yeah, you know, do the work and and practice yeah. and engage and and like you and like you said, the life is your practice. You know, like just just that in itself, like treating life with the utmost devotion.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, that every moment's opportunity to awaken to the truth, then every moment will be an opportunity to awaken to the truth. You know, like yeah. you'll you, you'll just be shown
0: yeah and that's uh, yeah that's exactly what happens in the end like in the end i started my body just started healing you know Mm -hmm. i've just had moments where i just feel surges of energy just going it was like this huge purge you know wow yeah just on its own you know and it's crazy it's amazing and then yeah just back to the psychedelic part it's so interesting because i feel like yeah i think my intuition was naturally just saying okay you can stop now
2: yeah yeah
0: There was something something that was just like, you know, every time I went there, it was confusion. It wasn't really clear. And there was Mm. a massive, like, fear. And, you know, people will say, oh, yeah, but that's what's inside you. And I'm just like, but I'm not really feeling that in my day-to-day life, you know. (laughs) Interesting. Every time I go in there, there's this, like, huge, massive, like, it's crazy. And then afterwards, I came across some other information that was, like, actually it's not
2: necessarily that good for you yeah yeah i mean you know it's well the new age culture i mean it's predominantly younger people and although there's elders but there's a lot of younger people in the new age culture and when we're young we're usually not so humble to things so it's like if we start experiencing these like blown open experiences we get really convinced you know that oh this is it you know what i mean and Yes. And I feel like that's the strong kind of opinionated nature, because like I was joking, like when I made that recent long post on um, yeah. you know, it was all—it was almost like it—it it was actually pretty tame on Instagram, but on Facebook it kind of popped off. And um, and it's like it's almost like you're talking about a like the V or something, you know what I mean? Nah. Like it's like it's like this—it's like the New Age equivalent of the V, like like yeah. the, the the strong emotional opinions. And anytime something comes with that you know that there's a mosh posh of distortion in that soup
0: oh my god that's so true right and, and it, shows, it shows the attachment as well you know
2: yeah it's, yeah it's it's so strong and i mean and that's exactly the point i was making pretty much you know like so it was like proven in the pudding yeah. of, of of what what tends to occur in those dynamics um yeah. And so, you know, like as we mature and we're not so strongly held to our opinions, we start to see what is true and truth doesn't care about our opinions, Um, you know, right. And I mean, that's, that's kind of like the humbling pie that I got when I came across a lot of, you know, the, the, the great teachers or mentors or masters that pretty much said the same thing about them. They, they all had different teachings, but they all held a very similar energy of true, like realized embodiment. And they Mm -hmm. all said the same thing. You know what I mean? So it it took me a while to listen, um, you know, and like you said, really just listening to my own intuition that was saying the same thing the whole time anyways. Yeah. But, but waiting like, you know, a couple of years, to, you know, just keep going and, yeah. and, and um, you know, all that, right, for whatever reasons. But, but yeah, and I, and I feel like that's the thing, right, when we come back to, because, like, the true maturity on the spiritual path is learning energetic subtlety, like right being able to feel energetics heavily, read energetic encryption yeah you know um being able to truly read encryption right because reading encryption in my view is very um it's so nuanced because it's so easy to get caught up by the presentation of things right um like oh you know you know say like i was talking to my friend about this the other day where uh we, we did a podcast and we were talking about like um like movies and tv shows and stuff and how you know initially on the awakened path you may like resist all those things like oh i don't want to watch movies i don't want to listen to any music or you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that that's actually a, a like a, a productive aspect of the path you know that that can be helpful for a time um, but then when we start to really like tune to energetic subtlety and reading of encryption um it's not so black and white you know what i mean like
0: it's really not yeah
2: right like, you can watch a movie that activates you in a particular way that, yeah, sure, is made by Hollywood and has all the, you know, programming and whatever. But there's something about it that 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 helps you feel something or you you pick up on something or you're in a, a symbiotic exchange with the movie where literally by your observance of the movie, you're healing those aspects of distortion that are held within the movie, right? Because you you hold, you know, we, we do hold that power and potential. Yeah. So nothing is, is so black and white
1: yeah
2: uh, right. and and it's only when we've developed that level of, of energetic subtlety and maturity yeah. where we actually can start to feel into the, the other the many layers of, of one topic, right um, and and I find that's that has that takes a that, that there's there's nothing really that is a shortcut for that development. you know what I mean oh, like,
0: oh yeah, yeah,
2: right being able to, to to learn that, you know, so to develop that skill.
0: So Drew, I think what you said about the films is, um, yeah, if you watch it with awareness, then it's a whole different thing, you know.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, this, I mean, yeah, how, how, what's the, what's the how in developing this energetic subtlety? Because I feel like it's such a, like you know, what you said here, embodied practice. I can't remember the other word you used, but you know it really is a thing to be able to it's like it feels like such a superpower but but it actually you know to really feel tune in deeply you know
1: Mm -hmm. You
0: know, how did you develop that yeah
2: Yeah. well the first thing that comes back uh comes to mind now is uh, really the initial place is listening to our body in a really um very practical manner you know uh like for instance I don't know. Maybe we, we've been working on a project for a long time, and we, we're feeling like really exhausted and tired. And it gets to a point where, like, we start to really like we're starting to really push through, and like we're we're pushing ourselves to to a point of like real intense strain. Um, there may be a validity to that, you know. Maybe there's a deadline. Maybe there's something that um it's it's very important for you to finish that. So that's up to you. But then there's also an element of like, well, what is the body really saying right now? Maybe it needs like a twenty minute nap. you know. Maybe you need to go and just take a walk. Maybe you need to go and, like, take a shower. Maybe you, maybe, I don't know, take a glass of water. Maybe close your eyes and just watch your breath for a moment, you know, or just be silent. Um, when you really kind of, like, start to listen to the signs that the body's, like, speaking, it's actually really simple, you know, as to, like, well, how can we navigate this flow of energy now? You know, like, I don't know if I'm sitting on my chair for too long. Okay, my lower back starts to it. Well, it's kind of obvious. So let me let me stand up let me go for a walk let me lie down let me do some yoga Let stretch out um it's, it's really like that simple in regards to like initially just listening to our body um though you know we could say like the vast majority have never really been taught to listen to the body or have been taught to to push through pain because uh success or attainment is on the other side of that pain um but You know, we've kind of seen where that's led most of us. Right. So. um, So just that in itself, I feel is like the initial practical doorway to um, engaging the because because all we're doing is we're we're starting like with step one. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if we do exist on this 15 dimensional scale where we we have a a 15 dimensional self that is um, right here, right now, but we're only really practically aware of, say, Dimensions one to four, right? Four being the astral, right? One being etheric, two being, um, you know, emotional body, three being ego mental, four being astral. So um, most of us only in the the one to three range. Just starting there, right? Just starting to actually reconnect our mental egoic mind to our emotional body is like one really important step, right? Of how does our emotions communicate? How does our body really communicate in in forms not in language, you know, not in English, you know what I mean? Like in in forms of sound and tone and uh, body energy and and um, emoting and you know all that. So so just the playing with that. I mean, there's many different practices I give in particular to that, but but really just the simple listening, like moment to moment awareness. That that's accessible for all of us. And then you know you may find that you never considered maybe not you know eating for a day like a 24 hour water fast but all of a sudden when you really listen to your body your body like keeps telling you like hey I'm not even hungry why are you feeding me you know what I mean like um like uh, we don't need to eat right now kind of thing right or okay, yeah. uh or yeah you haven't been sleeping right because you know like you're not exercising enough you didn't go for a walk in like how many weeks now like go take a walk like a long walk or something when you really listen, it, it's actually quite simple to start to tune to that subtlety. So, if you're listening to your, you know, dimensions one, two, and three body, well, then the dimensions four, five, and six will start to open up, right? Because you you start to listen to this level. So now you're going to start to be able to hear the 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 very the much more quiet, but still fairly obvious when you're att- attuning to it. Other other dimensional layers that have other information that it could be helpful for your well-being and for your sense of peace and 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 that type of thing. Right. Um, and and so, you know, like obviously like meditation and self-inquiry and and using various forms of energetic activation, whether that's breath or, you know, visualization or, you know, other forms which could get really simple or we can go into really advanced, you know, many step uh, processes. But just the practice of it just the starting of it can be very helpful because again then you open four five and six then seven eight nine you know open you know then ten eleven twelve and then 13, 14, 15. so you know these these many dimensional layers we don't need to rush into them mm-hmm. and again that's that's why i've pointed away from the very drastic um mm-hmm. um forms of practice that really push the pendulum very strongly okay. unless they're done in a very safe container because you you know you you may start to access these higher realms but you you're not even really ready
0: for that. yeah yeah
2: that's... i think you know what i mean like you, you're not even really listening to these other layers so it's kind of like it's like you you kind of have steps missing yes so it gets kind of weird and 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 i i remember that you know it's taken me quite a long time to heal those those uh those distortions because it's like building a, a like a skyscraper but like you know you kind of you kind you kind of miss a couple step, uh you know uh, levels or you don't pay attention to some level it, it just it gets kind of ridiculous really? yeah that's that's it right so so you know my view I mean meditation has always been a very important element and meditation can is so vast in its definition right there's so many different styles and and different elements to it right <laughs> you you can use meditation just like we did you know you just start in silence you just watch the breath. Or you can go into meditation where you're journeying through your mm. through the universe. You know, you're going out of body and you're traveling and journeying. Um, you know, and, and I use all of them in yeah. the different in the different time that they're mm. uh, required, right? But it's just, yeah, like, I think there's a lot of practical ways that we can just access right away. Mm. Um, you know, and we've mentioned fasting, and it's not just about the fasting, but I think a less is more attitude with consumption overall mm. um, gives us more... Access to these subtle dimensions, because if we're you know eating heavy and we're consuming you know a lot of social media and you know consuming a lot of you know people energy, same with we're with people all the time, you know, um uh, you know we talked about the media. There could be a balance with that. There could be an imbalance with that. Too much entertainment, too much stuff. You know, so if you're consuming all this stuff all the time, you know, your body gets quite dense, right? So it's, it's kind of hard to decipher. Well, what? What's your body and what's like someone else's body? You know what I mean, <laughs> or, or other other forms of information that may not be really really relevant to you, but you kind of just picked up on it, you know? Or all these yeah. parasites in your body from all the food and, yeah. so less is more attitude with consumption generally gives us more access to those lighter and more subtle dimensions. I find.
0: Mm. Mm. Wow! So much was shed there. um I think it's so important to now just, I mean, obviously with what's happening in the world, but just in general, the, you know, I just feel like there's so much misinformation. So this is what you described as really important, you know, so that we can learn how to navigate our own bodies because the information is coming to us, you know, and that's kind of where it all begins, like you said. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep. And, you know, it kind of doesn't really matter like where we're at on the path i love that we we we're always gonna get like the next 10 bit yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah you know what i mean like the next little like breadcrumb on the breadcrumb yeah. trail yeah, it's yeah. It, it, it's just that generally the more like in suffering we are
1: mm. the
2: more we want like the the like if there's like step one to 100 it's like we want step like 99 or 100 like we want to like get there as quickly as possible because we're in such suffering.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: right right. so so that's how people miss breadcrumb one
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know or step one yeah
1: because
2: because the mind is constantly looking for step two to infinity you know what I mean um whereas step one is always like generally like right <laughs> it's like okay this is this is what you can do like right now mm-hmm. um but it's usually not that drastic it's usually not that glamorous it's usually quite mundane it's kind of boring it's nothing too spectacular so people it's like whatever yeah. i what's the next like shiny object right
0: yeah like meditation's not it doesn't work
2: (laughs) yeah 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 exactly um and and that's the thing i mean yeah like you know if i told people well yeah it's going to take you probably quite a few months or even years of constant meditation to develop the ability to visualize like you would if you just took a hit of mushrooms you know well it's like well i'll just take a hit of mushrooms i mean that's how i was right um but now if yeah. if if I can say well you can do that on command like after you develop that you could literally go into a psychedelic trip like on command almost yeah um you know well that would be something great to develop yeah. you know if you have if you have the patience to do so you know the discipline and all that all the all the things right <laughs>
0: patience and discipline definitely
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I like the way you described the fifteen um, dimensional matrix uh how do you see it i like the way you yeah as like different like what do you what is it what is what are these different dimensions and you know how does it work in this quantum field <laughs> yeah um well
2: yeah, i actually have different, different
0: um, views on it sorry
2: yeah yeah there is quite a few um yeah there's there's quite a lot of different views on yeah dimensions and all that i mean obviously i'm not sure if you're i think you're familiar with the, the kalonic system or kalonic science or
1: freedom yeah.
2: teachings material right so much of my um journey has led into that and in my view because i went into so many different paths before yeah. it was such a it was such a homecoming because so many of the other paths are kind of encrypted within the yeah. teachings you know yeah. like you'll you'll yeah. find the the buddhist mantras or the christian doctrine or you know it's like it's it's like the teaching of everything almost and although it still has its own distortion you could say or um you know nothing no no like human-made system is going to have it all yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah, yeah. it's probably the closest thing we have available on this planet regardless of what everybody is saying about it because there's still a lot of drama and there's drama in every spiritual community but
1: um it's quite it's
2: quite it's quite fascinating um but I, I like this diagram here. actually, I can share my screen. I'll just show it because it's it's quite um it's quite nice. Uh, it was just like a simplified. Version. I don't think I can share it. you have to give me the
1: uh, I have to permissions or whatever allowed to
0: maybe I change the host. Does it work?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: Hopefully it's still recording. Yeah, it is. Nice. So, yeah, here's a, um, here's a nice diagram that outlines the, um, the 15 dimensional. Oh, 15, the 15 dimensional matrix here. Yes. Um, like obviously not overlaid on the body, but, and then you have your, your sound fields, um, and you know source fields before that you know technically in the teachings now there's a very clear distinction between what we would call external teachings or external creation which is this form of dimensionalized existence and then there's there's also an undimensionalized internal world which is just as complex um but there's an internal creation as well that it's like you could if you understood source as like this bubble it would be like you have external creation that happens within the bubble and then you also have this internalized creation that happens even before that bubble is even created almost. Yes. Um, so it's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. But, but it, you know, um, these dimensional layers, I mean, it could be related to different things. You know, they have their own grid or tree of life as well. Um, but another version of this that's kind of more overlaid on the body is with the, the auric layers, right? So, you know, we have 15 chakras, which each relate to one of those dimensions. And then you have all of the auric layers as well, you know, or the, the, the various fields um, of the body. Mm. And uh, this is more of how I've experienced them, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like layers of the auric field that you can expand into, um, you know, through visualization or just expanding consciousness. And, you know, this is how you'll begin to access layers of, you know, other layers of your anatomy, like your Merkaba, which is like a Star of David looking, you know, tetrahedron yeah. shape. Uh, which you technically have one of those for every um, dimensional layer or every org field. And as you um, move through those layers, you'll feel the spin of it. Like, like it's like your own little starship, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, so so yeah, it can get quite complex because then also the earth has its own version of this, right, yeah. and, and um, our whole time matrix. So we have our earth here that is a part of the dimensional three, uh, you know dimension but then you also have tara which is dimension 5 and then you also have gaia which is dimension um mm-hmm. 8 then you have lira armentania which is kind of like the highest version of earth i guess you could say which is in dimension 12 um so you have all these different versions of the same thing um that exist simultaneously but in different fields of existence that we don't have you know yeah. present you know yeah. awareness of right yeah. um so that that diagram is uh, is this one yeah, right. So, inner earth, earth, Tara, Gaia, Lira, Lira, Lira Arim, and Paramontana. So, um, so, it's you know, uh, it, it gets quite complex, and it, again, it can become yeah. very, very theoretical or you know, um, uh, yeah, kind of like it can get very much like in our heads about it. But I think, like, you know, once we really start to engage the teaching, so whether it's engaging these types of works, freedom teachings, Kailanic work, or other people who are sharing similar stuff. You know, I attempt to share my version of certain elements or practices that we can start to viscerally experience these levels. And then, you know, as we're moving through these collective activations, we will have these activations happen within us or have already had them happen within us naturally. You know, mm. um, and we can start yeah. to tune into these layers. and. And again, like, the teachings are only the map. We have to experience it ourselves to really know, like,
1: yeah,
2: it's like you you can learn all you want about what a Merkaba is, but when you start to actually feel it spinning and you literally can see it, like, and you feel like you're in, like, your own little spaceship, you're like, oh, wow, that, okay, yeah, that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think that's where we have to go. And, and going back to, like, the show thing, if we just keep following the breadcrumb trail of direct cognition direct experience that's all that matters like it doesn't matter like where we match up to somebody else and what their experiences are you know you know what so and so is activating or whatever like we have to just go with what we are yeah. directly you yeah. know yeah. while staying like humble
1: yeah
2: to the wisdom of others of course yeah. um but it our our direct experience always comes first and it always comes back to that so
0: what do I um? As you are able to, you know, access these other different dimensions, it, it's it's also like physical, right?
2: Or... Yeah. Well, th- there's different levels of looking at it, right? Like, you know, technically, all of time is happening now,
1: yeah. and
2: time is more interconnected with space than we think of it. Like, if we were to go to a particular place in time, we're actually it's like if we went on Google Maps and like we went from one place to another. Yes that's essentially how time is right so all of our cells all of our present incarnate cells are all existing simultaneously and you know so a version of ourselves let's say on tara or in Gaia or in lira or in internal creation that aspect of ourselves is literally existing now so in spaces where let's say we're in a meditation we have a vision like of a higher version of ourselves or you know we say we feel like we're connecting to a guide or um, something like this, you know, higher self. Th- that version of ourselves is presently existing in a different time space reality. Mm-hmm. Right. Whilst time is simultaneously existing here and now that we have access to, right? So part of the element of this time right now is our ability to embody yeah. that 15-dimensional self yeah. in this body. Yes. Right. Like if we were to go back and look at like a being like Yeshua 12, which is Jesus Christ, um, from the Kalonic version of, you know. Terminology. we're looking at like an avatar who has access to the full 12 dimensions of themselves in their body right so that's a vast space like existing as a star with many different incarnate cells existing simultaneously it's kind of hard to comprehend right
0: it's really hard to comprehend
2: that's right right. yeah yeah but 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 i guess in my experience what i'd say is that it's like it's very practical in the sense that it actually it makes it makes everything far more purposeful but also purposeless also because yeah. it's like if if you have you know thousands of present incarnations happening right now some on this earth that you can meet up as you know you view to be your soul family or a twin flame or a soulmate or something like that or some being that's existing in another place in the universe that you're not presently with but it's still there if all of these incarnations are happening simultaneously then the one that you're in um, is vastly important but you're also kind of like we- relieving the weight off the shoulders because there's many other things happening that you're not even maybe presently aware of that are contributing to your awakening contributing to your present level of peace and, and all this so it's like it makes us less like um less focused on the personal meat you know what i mean like this body and this purpose and what i gotta do in this world yes. and how yeah, important saying. i am you know what
0: i mean <laughs> yeah it's all like a surrender and flow yeah but i like it this because i feel like you know people throw around the world you know we're multi-dimensional beings but what does that really mean <laughs> you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is why this information i feel like it's just like oh wow it gives a definition to it you know yeah um, And also I resonate with what you said earlier about like going through so many different paths and coming to the um, chaos material and just being like, oh, wow, this is like literally unifying a lot of it, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah, Yeah. that's it. And I mean, that's that's how we can kind of come to, to, you know, more and more objective resonance collectively. You know, when we start to see that a certain like something someone's bringing forth. It's coming from a, pl- a pure place, or it's coming from a place of uh direct cognition of these higher dimensional layers, right? Because that's been much of my path is, is the development of that communication with the 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 you know um source version of myself or the, the avatar version of myself that is in these higher dimensional layers, that over time becomes the one who is speaking, acting and doing through this body. It's not like this higher self that, you know, communicates, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's very intimate. It's not like this distant right thing. So it, it initially may feel that way because there are like distorted or, or layers between the dimensions that have limited our access to those frequencies, right. And, and limited our access to that communication. But as we start to expand into those, those layers and start to um, redevelop the structure of our um you know template, our anatomy. We're basically redeveloping it's like we're redeveloping brain synapses, but within the higher dimensional sphere
1: mm-hmm. right?
2: and 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 those connections are giving us the capacity to like act as God would, you know, in our body, you know what I mean like it's it's everything becomes this constant stream of yeah. of download from the divine.
0: I love that, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, so it's very practical in that
0: sense, no? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. We have to remember that that is, it. It is the embodiment, really, so important. I yep. I feel like um, it's just so fascinating, you know. And I feel like when I discovered all of this, it was just like boom! Oh my god, it, it just made so much sense to me. I was like, oh, yep. Whoa! And um, yeah, and another thing that I always feel is, it, well, it's true for me. Is just, just you got to keep it moving as soon as <laughs> you. Stuck in one particular teaching paradigm, then you're just stuck there, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Even into like the micro version of just like one particular practice. Yeah. You know, like yes. like one practice could not work for you in that timing, and then you just stumble on another practice or another another version of it. Oh. You know, and then you're like, oh yeah, okay, well this will work, and then you do that for a while, and then yes, yeah, exactly. it's yeah because in truth like you like you are the teaching you know what I mean like you said life is the teacher like because because all of these teachings are just externalized versions of the divine blueprint which we are Yes. right like we are like the most fundamental version of that (laughs) you know like and and so that's an important reminder like we are that blueprint and although we may not be aware of that at the present moment Mm -hmm. um that is the truth so the teachings just act as that reflection you know and and confirmation to come back into that you know that knowing right like oh yeah it's right here i have that you know it's always been here and i am this expanded self and you know all these things are happening already within me so if i just bring attention to it and i cultivate it further with the techniques or activations or all these different methods you know it's it's that symbiotic versus like hierarchical or like making a god out of a teaching or a teacher or something like this. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like just we're working through a lot right now. There's just <laughs> yeah. so much. And yeah, we you touched on some things already, you know. Yeah, some there's some of the information and practices, even maybe they're just not necessarily completely truth, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like we're literally digging through this hole, <laughs> and this and it's not black and white either there's so many different intricacies to it so many different layers yeah and this could have been good for you one moment you know later on you've you've moved past it but then yeah it's just so interesting and i feel like you know the whole thing about you know following another person obviously it's about using our own um intuition and following our own inner guidance but it's mad because I feel like even though some people they are not necessarily in their own integrity, but you can still learn so much, you know.
2: Hmm. 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 Yeah. I mean, you could take like one sentence from a book. You know what I mean? Like, and it could change your life, or 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 like spark something.
1: Yeah.
2: Where you you know you change your own life, but like it, yeah, I mean that's such a, a that, that's like an endlessly um, especially in the kind of like cancel cancel culture vibe, yes. you know, exactly. world, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because that's that runs, you know, rampant even in the most advanced spiritual circles.
0: That one hundred percent. You know what I mean, and and
2: and yeah. So like, it's like you can call a spade a spade. That uh, that's that's just practical. But you know, if if it comes with a lot of emotion behind it, then often it like it kind of fogs things a little, you know, and then it and it blinds you from things that can be received from whatever is being shared. Yes. Um, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: something inside me is you know I don't know. It's easy to just say no. I'm not gonna like absorb that. And obviously, there's other things that come into it because sometimes you're opening your field to some you know your vulnerability to something that can attack you or whatever you know.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: that, but um, but at the same time, it's like you know what? Sometimes I feel like just take the pieces of what you need. You know. You know.
2: Correct. Yeah, and. I'm I'm reminded again of the breadcrumb shell analogy because it's all a frequency thing. So things that are going to be most relevant for the path at this time are going to stand out to you the most. Yes. That's it. You know. So if if you uh, like, I watched a, a recent um, presentation from a friend, and it was three hours, and and there was a lot of really great information, and there was one main thing that stuck out to me the whole time. Yeah. And and then I just explored it, and it like it you know it really opened certain things for me, and um, and so it's it's that right like whatever's holding space and consciousness, you know, like whatever is kind of like really screaming at you a little bit, then yeah. then that's then that's what can be you know explored, and everything else for the moment at least can be just forgotten, and and if it's to reemerge, it it will because it's all it's always that matching of frequency, yeah. right where. I mean the past few years i've i i follow a lot less people i'm not really i don't really watch many teachers at all anymore i just i look at freedom teachings work um uh, and a couple other things but for the most part there isn't really much um that I'm looking at uh mm-hmm. and it's not because i'm i'm um resistant to it it's just that it's it's just a frequency thing like i yes. will i'll i'll pick up on the things i do um like require or i'm uh matching with but then the rest it's kind of like it's there and then it's gone kind the of thing you know it's yeah. just, There's there's almost like no effort it's just it comes and it goes mm. um and i think i feel like when when we're kind of more uh i guess say beginner on the path or we're kind of just initially moving through things the mind is the predominant like the intellectual mind conscious mind is, is the more predominant um like like uh uh commander of the ship, if you will, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it it's kind of constantly deciphering and analyzing and trying to figure out like what's this and what's that. And because you're there isn't really a trusting in the frequency aspect of it that mm-hmm. will always work in the way I'm describing. Like it will always say this is for you and the rest can be dropped. Mm-hmm. It it gets in the way because it's like, well, what about all these things? I I need all those things too. And because it, it's it, it it wants to accumulate. You know what I mean? Yeah man, that's, that's
0: <laughs> a great way of describing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I just think it's just not black and white, you know. Mm. Not like, oh well, now you know that's the end.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It, it it gets the the intellectual mind is it wants certainty, so yes. you know it it needs that black or white, or it, it wants to say yes or no, or this is for me, this is not for me. Yes, that you know exactly. Um. But if you're not really caring too much about that, it's yeah. kind of like I kind of related. I guess I'm reminded right now. Um. I was gonna. I had written this and it was about like um, boundaries, like the idea of boundaries and how I was relating boundaries to the idea of like the skin. Like the skin, the skin has natural boundaries just by by way of its very nature. Like there's no, you don't have to uphold the boundaries of the skin other than like, you know, just listen to, you know, the foods or the, I don't know, the creams and shit that you're putting on the skin or something like this, you know, Um, but really like when you come back to nature, like the skin does its job like very naturally, you know? And so, when it comes to like boundaries, there's kind of this big movement. I got to hold boundaries. I got to put up my boundaries. People are crossing my boundaries. All, all, all but the reality is, like again, if you come back to the frequency aspect of things, the people are, who are meant for you and your experience are going to be there, and the people who aren't are not. Like frequency works in a very yes. like scientific manner. Yes. Um. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if people are crossing yeah. boundary, you could also look at it this way, where they're not really crossing boundary. They're really actually Helping you reestablish yeah. the natural boundaries that are are supposed to be there anyways. You know what I
0: mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's a big one for a lot of us because I don't think we were really taught about it. So it's just like knowing how to,
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, it's 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 recognizing if you know who you are, yes. Then who you are not becomes very clear. Oof. So that's kind of how the way I look at that, you know, again, yeah. coming back to the frequency thing. Right. It's yeah. uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of I, I keep getting this image of like the master on the mountain, you know, like doesn't have to do anything. Like the yeah. people who are meant to come to them, come to them, the, the things that are not meant to be there, don't ever touch them. Like it's just yeah, yeah. it's just it's it's uh, it's it's kind of it can be as simple as that. But we are na- we are navigating a very complex.
0: Um, yes, this is exactly it. And and I feel like it's just a constant reminder because, you know, it's just mad because everyone is just at different places, different stages, different posts, you know? And Maybe. it's like this thing that we just are literally moving through. And, you know, no, it's not like we all have, like you said earlier, like that um, anything that's here is not full, whole and complete, you know? So it's just like, we're just moving through <laughs> this crazy, you know, and obviously yeah. it's not, yeah. yeah. Even the people who are gurus and all of this—it's not like they have every single answer, you know. And
1: they, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I was gonna say, I'd like to hear what well, you said. Something happened in that period of time that made you kind of like change direction with the um psychedelics and plant medicines. Yeah, mm. uh, was your crown structure? Or-
2: Yeah, I blew up in my crown chakra one uh, one afternoon. Um, I just took a hit of the bone and then within 30 seconds, my crown chakra, my eyes were open and my crown chakra was exploding like a star, rainbow star in the center of my head. Um, And I could see it like while my eyes were open, my eyes weren't closed, they were open. I could see the star exploding in my head. And it was as if like, you know, like you see like the like, I don't know, like, animations where it's, like, a star or, like, a light exploding and it's, like, cracking through, like, rocks or something like that, or it was like that but my skull, and I could feel the cracks in my skull, like, almost, like, exploding. Um, I don't know if my brain actually experienced trauma. I know, I I would assume that I experienced trauma from it because I could feel physically, like, my brain almost, like, popping, Um, but it was, it was extremely frightening, and, um, and and it lasted for not that long, maybe three seconds to a minute, two minutes. And then I kind of like collapsed on the ground a bit. I was kind of like in a semi unconscious state. It was very weird. Um, and I was kind of in a daze for like a couple of days after that. And it was pretty much then that I knew like I couldn't keep doing this. Cause it was, it was actually that whole summer that I was doing it in a way where I was able to like activate all these like yogic cities like, you know, the superpowers. Um, in yoga, they call them the cities, S-I-D-D-H-I-S. There's 16 of them. And they're like, you know, being able to, you know, read minds, telepathy, you know, see the future, um, uh biolocate, uh, you know, levitation is one of them. I wasn't able to do all these, but I was starting to activate a lot of these um because the energies were so potent that I was I was too afraid to close my eyes in that summer. Whereas previously I would always do like two, three hour, four hour journeys. Uh, generally we're just with marijuana most of the time um and in that summer I was I had I've been fasting a lot I was doing a lot of juicing I was a lot of I had built up my energies a lot so it was like the energies were too strong that I was afraid to close my eyes at that period so I had to do all these all these experiences open eyed but that's how I started open uh, experiencing all these like activations of like superpowers and you know I felt like I was like a superhuman walking through through life and shit like that. Um, so that creates a lot of like ego attachment because it's, it's not really authentic. So you start thinking you're fucking Jesus or something, um, you know, and all these distorted elements start activating. Um, and then, yeah, it led to that experience. And then it was a couple of weeks later that I, I went and got initiated by my, uh, first Himalayan teacher, Himalayan master, who's pretty popular on uh, YouTube, uh, his name's Yogi Raj Siddhanath Kudanath. um, And so I was with him for a while, I was in India, you know, I was doing that, which was extremely powerful. But that's really was, that was really like out of all those experiences, which was about 300 of them. And then I had awakened when I was 16. So it was still already like a good, you know, almost seven, six to seven years, like in a lot of different practices. It was only at the end of that period that I really felt like true progress was starting to be made. Like when it came came to like true non-duality, like activating more enlightened or some samadhi states, uh, higher consciousness states, right? Which is when, was which, which was after, you know, a very intensive period of kriya yoga, which was like anywhere from two to eight hours a day of of kriya meditation and breath work, and then um, and then getting into more non-duality. That's when things really popped bubble open. To be honest, it was was getting into more yana yoga, or self-inquiry. You know, which kind of puts everything else to shame almost, because you know, you're like, holy crap, I've just been dancing around the fire uh, this whole time when really I was supposed to jump in the fire. You know what
0: wow, I, mean? <laughs> I love that. Um,
2: <laughs> so, yeah, and, th- you know, that, that all happened when, because uh, during that whole time I was running a community, I was running a wellness center. Yeah. So I had, you know, propped myself up as this like great like teacher and knew all the spiritual stuff, but it was kind of on a weak foundation. Um, so when I started going through that real humbling, that's when actually the entirety of my, uh, community, uh, started crumbling too, and my relationships and everything, everything started kind of like falling apart. Um, and that was because that was like the real ego death that needed to occur, the spiritual ego death, you know, if you will. Right. And, you know, and then it kind of navigated into... What I view to be the the real as- like like the real um deepened aspects of the path you know which led me to other teachers and other reincarnated masters that I came across within the Callantic and freedom teaching community um you know and so that's been many years now right of of uh,
1: yeah
2: those stages right so um so yeah I mean it's yeah it's been a wild ride. <laughs>
0: Wow, I love it. It's so cool that just to, you know, the whole ego death thing as well. I loved that you're able to just admit it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Open and clear and just like, yeah, you know, then because of all of what was happening, it led me to, you know, put myself on a pedestal, I guess, in a way.
2: Yeah, it's like, it's that hierarchical, Uh, like, guru guru paradigm, you know, which, I mean, we see this happen so many times, like, again and again and again. Yes. right like like even in even in beings who are authentically enlightened those who are like residing yeah. in true like yeah. uh like absolute states um you know there's still a lot of integration that happens after those levels it's, mm-hmm. it's why in, in, mm-hmm. like oh even in the God. zen tradition right zen tradition um you wouldn't be opening your mouth as a teacher for like seven years after like a true like enlightenment or awakening in a, in a zen monastery right so um so there's a high level of discipline. Whereas in the West, it's like we, we learn something and like the next day, we're, we're sharing. Um, which is fine, because it accelerates the path on some level, but it also creates more room for um, distortion too. Yes. Um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but it, it's very much the revival of the feminine because, you know, if, if you look at um, like the yogic scene, the yogic, the yogic scene, a lot of it is very patriarchal. Like it has a lot of male dominant um, kind of uh, hierarchical vibes. And that's uh, very clear in a lot of the guru structures. And then a lot of the modern day guru structures who've had a lot of issues, say, with like sexual elements and, um, you know, like just weird shit going on with disciples and stuff. Um, So you could have a very, you you could have an authentically awakened being, but still have those issues because there's psychological trauma. There is an integration of awakening the heart and gut, you know, because you have the awakening in the higher space, which often would be illustrated by the halo around the head but then you also have the awakening of the heart flame and then the, the gut flame, which yeah, would Yeah. Right. Um, and and then that would relate to also flame body in yeah. the freedom teachings, right. Which is like the true, you know, a higher version of light body. So that takes a long time to integrate. And, it, and, it, and it's like a real humbling and yeah. it's a real, like coming into the feminine, like mm. compassion and love and, yeah. um, you know like you know these types of things right because again like you can be an awakened being and still an asshole like it doesn't mean yeah. you know I, so
0: yeah. yeah i really love that definition as well because i think again sometimes we really just try to make it black and white you know it's either you're on that path and everything's perfect and, but it's so especially with how you described relating to the chakras it's like it's a whole system you know and it's not just like one of a sudden it's
2: on and you
0: know <laughs> yeah on, but... yeah yeah
2: i mean you know it can work differently um yeah different stages different things i mean
1: yeah. i
2: find the predominant path has often been um you know because the way i've kind of explained it at least in very general terms is like there's a vertical dimension of awakening and there's a horizontal dimension of
1: awakening,
2: right so yeah. a vertical awakening is like awakening of like, say, the yanas or the samadhi states, or you know, the various bodies within, um, like, say, Buddhism, right? Like, you go through the the um, uh, Hinayana path, Mahayana path, Mashayana path, or uh, sorry, um, Vajrayana path, right? Like, you're going through these various stages, and in each stage, you're activating, um, like higher states of the like essentially enlightenment or the awakening or non duality. Um, yana yoga has the same version, even in Vipassana, they have the. know the various stages of of vipassana right um and then in in yoga same thing you know the the many layers of samadhi Mm -hmm. right so you have have samadhi but then there's many different versions of samadhi which like all come back to uh you know let's say sahaja samadhi or um you know just like the natural state or nirvakapa samadhi which is more in the kriya tradition which is the highest state of consciousness in their version so all of those stages and all those states can are are kind of like the direct path yeah you know like like typical non-duality like the direct path to truth so that that to me is more like vertical
1: mm-hmm. but then
2: horizontal is like what's your level of embodiment of like say like in freedom teachings kind of like the virtues right love and compassion mm-hmm. you know community uh, communication you know, yeah uh, your relationship with power um, you know, these these things are like Buddhism has a great uh, a great because the thing that I didn't finish about the yogic element is the yogic is usually very patriarchal, whereas Buddhism is a bit more the feminine, it's a bit it's a bit more circle-based, right? There's there's more the, the, the lamas and you know, even though you can still have that guru vibe, the lamas are it, it's a little bit more um uh holistic, like more feminine, the feminine is more balanced in in some of those. Yeah. um groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so so this is where you'll find a more rounded out uh awakening a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Right. And and some and this is exemplified in some of the you know either modern day beings or past. Um but yeah. but yeah so that, that horizontal dimension could be very different. You know what I mean? Like they say you're getting into more body healing like fasting and stuff and healing aspects of the body. A lot of times that will happen naturally from
0: like yeah. say that the vertical
2: yeah. dimension, right? Like you know that yeah. you were saying, but it doesn't always mean that. Like you could still be like overweight and not really caring about your diet or something. And that could be that could be an element of your integration. Yeah. Right. So my view now and my view, say, of the freedom teachings is that it 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 it, it does encompass encompass a lot of the the um the yeah. full wheel, let's say. Yeah. Um yeah. But I also would say like every teaching actually on some level has that. It's just that it's more to do with, with ourselves, like what's our karma, what, you know, what's the path we're going to take. And, and I feel, yeah, it's very important that it's, it's a full spectrum awakening now.
0: Yes. I love that full spectrum awakening. Yes. And that's why we keep, we're we seeing, you know, people falling from grace and all this, you know, because I like how you said it. It's like this is a, there's another like level to it here. And um, yeah, sometimes it, I think that's also it's the thing. It's like, you know, unconditional love it's like that's so vast. And to actually embody that is huge, you know, but sometimes, you know, some of the teachings, they don't necessarily incorporate that into it and it's yeah there's also obviously that whole other aspect of you know this whole process i guess
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah well and or it's yeah it's just i guess when you get when you fall into the trap of the 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 guru dynamic uh, although like teachers and mentors are very important but if it gets too imbalanced then Mm -hmm. it's going to hold the distortion of that teacher right so whatever, whatever whatever teacher like whatever energy that teacher's in, that's the translation that the blueprint yes. is going to flow through, I you know? What like I understand. Yeah, exactly. Like shining a, a light through a prism, you know? If the prism is distorted, the yes. prism will sh- will shine out those, you know, same distortions. Because in truth, like, a lot of these original teachings, like of Buddhism, of yogic yes. tradition, even in Christianity, esoteric Christianity, and then certainly like freedom teachings, there's distortions of all of them, but they do have all the pieces like in like awakening alignment can't happen in all of them it's just that um that right, it requires like just like the utmost like discernment and discipline and yeah you know because because let's say like all the traditions have
1: yeah, like
2: the, the golden rule within them you know treat another as you desire to be treated to me that's the, that's both the most entry-level teaching and the supreme teaching yeah. simultaneously yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden, right? but it.
2: that's it and then if you go on the path and then you're very say you're like really involved in your meditations and very involved in like you know the the esoteric aspects or you know it, it could be very easily like you kind of forget about that that original teaching you know so it's it's important that all the paths all the paths are are balanced and like if you if we if we reference yoga, you know you have jnana, you have atta, you have bhakti, you have um karma, you know Kriya, you know, you know like you have all all these different paths of yoga that in my view are all um it's not like they're all perfectly equal for each being but they're they're they're, they have to be kind of used in cohesion and 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 they will be used in cohesion because we're we're naturally engaging in all those aspects of each path every day anyways
0: cohesion good word
2: yeah yeah it has yeah so um
0: yeah. where are you now are you so do you still do some of those um like career yoga practices and, or i mean i know you said you're not really you don't really follow people
2: <laughs> yeah um it. i feel there there comes a certain stage uh where well i, I went through a certain like um set of activations and transmissions which was like a shakti pod that kind of brought me into what would typically be viewed as a non-duality or a non-dual realization and there was many stages of that process but that was a very visceral like drawn out process for me that was um what really shifted a lot and one of the main elements that it shifted was you know you you kind of and you kind of um become it's like you um you, you actually become the teaching rather than you know, viewing teachings, kind of thing, right? So, what I mean by that is, the like the practices, they become a part of you, just as much as like your hand is a part of you. You know, where it's it's not so much like there's still routine, I guess, in my life on some level. You know, I, I may want to do a certain practice or focus on a certain technique or something like this, but it's 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 all kind of naturally happening a lot all the time, anyways. You know, like the downloads, the insights, the epiphanies, the karma. It's almost the way I've experienced it. It's like the brakes are off. So I don't have any like brakes anymore to like stop the process or try and control it. The, the knot is just constantly undoing itself. Mm. Um, so I can kind of contribute to that on some level um, in, in, in other forms of activation or alignment, you know, in, in forms of meditation or breath work or using code, using tone you know, using mantras, tone, and sound. Um, uh, But it's kind of like in this cohesive mixture, you know, like it's kind of all happening and I may spontaneously be brought into a meditation or, you know, called into chanting things at a certain time. It's quite quite a lot more fluid, I would say, than it was previously to, you know, coming into this. And I would also say that um, what we've typically viewed as like authentic awakening, self-realization, enlightenment, even in the dissection of different stages of that process, because there you know not all enlightenment is the same. There are different stages to that. And it's actually very scientific as as opposed to what people yes. kind of yeah, throw yeah. around. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um
0: oh, definitely.
2: Right? So so even in what we've typically viewed as like, say, the highest stage of enlightenment on this planet, yeah. in in my view. From the new dropping in of the frequencies that freedom teachings have brought in, um, that wasn't really like freedom teachings bringing in. It's just that that's the time in our history where we're accessing now higher layers.
1: Yes,
0: yes.
2: That's that's what what at least from my direct experience, those those layers are levels of awakening enlightenment whatever. Um, and I'm I'm still you know integrating those components uh, years after now. It's yeah. just the beginning of a whole new book.
1: Oh my it's, god. It's, yeah. It's
2: not. It's not any particular like endpoint as it's typically been been viewed. Um, yeah. And that was also reinforced for me in coming in contact with reincarnates of beings that are quite popular in the spiritual space. That I mean, I'm sure you know. I I mean, I know in the new age, all kinds of people all over the place are claiming they're reincarnated this or that. But when you, again, when you start to develop a certain level of like subtlety and sensitivity, and you also kind of like get to know somebody um you know yeah. how like some of these individuals i'm speaking to like for instance are not public so for me that's like a pretty clear yeah that, that's a that's a big signpost because yeah. if someone's claiming they're somebody and they're not out there telling everyone there's somebody to me and, and on top of that they have a certain level of depth knowledge that's beyond your yeah, yeah, imagination yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like there's all these factors that combine <laughs> you're like okay well maybe that is true you know i um, love that so so my point being whether these people are them or not what it was just reiterating for me and and some of them i i do truly believe that they are the beings they're claiming to be it just reminded me that well we thought that these beings were done you know we thought that these beings were mass maximally enlightened like they would never need to come back you know what i mean what is this earthly plane you know what i mean but that's just not the case because every single one of those great masters that are some of the biggest names in the spiritual space um to from my no- knowledge and understanding they're pretty much all back now so you know yeah. that that's just that humbles you back into a whole new level of well wait a minute well if they're back then you know wait. i mean what am i what am i chasing in regards to some final enlightenment or yeah you know that type of thing right
0: of that yeah where am i going
2: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes,
2: yeah, so so insightful.: Yeah, that was, that was pretty big for me, because I, I mean, I had always considered, even before I, I came into those states, like, well, what's after this awakening? like, what's after these stages? Like, what, what would be life after that? You know And, and no, nothing could really answer it, because it was always answered as if it was like, you're existing in this like void of nothingness or something like this, you know what I mean? Um, and while the realization of the void is a very real thing that I've also experienced, and it's a very visceral thing. Yeah. um it's like a it's it's the most like magical paradox because although you've realized boy you're also still very much here yeah you know?
0: yeah 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 yeah.
2: so yeah i mean it's I mean, quite a vast topic right uh, yeah i
0: think that is the paradox with a lot of a lot of i don't know stuff that i mean i've stumbled into it's, it's like oh yeah you're going there but you're staying here but you're also going but you're staying but then it's going to change
2: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, the, the simplest way i put it now is like yeah. it's the beginning of eternity you know like that's really what what it means to to awaken you're you're awakening to the eternal nature which is mm-hmm. eternal like it's you're, you know it's like um yeah i mean there's certainly stages there's most definitely stages and these stages are very peaceful in my experience they're very um uh they're very different than previous stages of my life but in the same light it's like still endlessly humbling because you're like well well, yeah and then there's still endless other stages that it's it's more of the seeking energy dissolves like this needs to get somewhere yeah 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 (laughs) or or to find something you know what I mean like you found it but then you're like well I found it and now it's it's I have eternity to explore it exactly
0: yeah 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 Yeah, Yeah. totally resonate with that I love it um so, just do you think that, like, after discovering KS, has it made some of your other practices not really relevant or not so much? Just intrigued about that.
1: Um, mm. it's
2: well, the thing with with um with the 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 KS and freedom teaching knowledge is that there there are particular aspects to that path or particular practices or techniques that. Um, in my experience are are very uh, potent and um efficient in their ability to activate or bring levels of peace with consistent practice right like anything. Um, and at the same time, there are many practices within all their traditions that also have certain capacities, right so um so it kind of becomes a mixture of personal resonance and a little bit more of like an intuitive dance where you're not necessarily wanting to change practices too much, but there there is, there is and can be a level of adaptation, mm. right? So for instance, one of the old Kriya practices would be to breathe up and down the spine, chanting Shiva, up and down the spine, Shiva, Shiva, up and down the spine, up and down the spine. And the purpose of that was to clear out karma within Shishunma, which was the central channel. And so I remember doing that, you know, like I said, two to eight hours a day, like just breathing up and down the spine. Um, and that really does and can activate very uh, profound levels of samadhi or expanded consciousness. Now, coming into like uh, self-inquiry where it felt even more direct than that, where I was able to activate, you know, a realization of the true nature or to receive a transmission from a being that would activate that um. Which then brought me to these levels of expanded consciousness, like by default. You know what I mean? It was like always there. So all of a sudden now that breath work of the spine really isn't necessary because it's like, well, I could do a couple breaths and now I'm there. Like I don't I don't need, I don't need to go for hours anymore, you know. So I feel like certain stages the 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 the, the leaves just kind of fall off the tree. I love that. Yeah, right?
0: I love too, yeah
2: coming into kalonic frequencies and then activating, you know, these higher versions of, let's say, kundalini current, because you have yep. your original kundalini but then you have, you know, higher versions of that frequency. So combining those frequencies with, say, an old form of breath work or technique, that can be very helpful because then you're kind of getting the best of, of both worlds, you know, on a certain level, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I found some elements of KS to be... Um, not overly complex, but um, like maybe not as conducive for regular daily practice on, on some level. Whereas there's some elements in it that are really good for that. So I think, it, yeah, it does become like this personal resonance thing, you know? For me, I mean, I'm, I'm still meditating on a regular, you know, um, yeah, for, for me it's, what's that?
0: Meditation is just like.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's like you become the meditation, right? So it's like almost happening all the time. And then it's almost like you're kind of like in and out of it or or just deepening into it, coming out of it, going for a walk, you know? Um so it's it's it becomes more of this like constant dance. That's how I've been seeing it, you know, where I don't know, I'm on Spotify and I'm having like a fucking activation, listening to some music, and then it, it, you know, expanding it. And then I'll bring in some some codes or you know, bring in a diagram because I can feel that part of my anatomy. So then I'll look at it and I'll explore that as you know, it, it becomes this, this like masterful weaving that's that's kind of how i've i've seen it right um but you know i've also developed some very profound uh meditation emotional healing trauma work and um uh you know energetic um subtly subtle activation um flows where i've developed those through a lot of my previous experience and chaos has just given maybe some added components to that but a lot of them still kind of has stayed the same in their structural integrity because they just they they was they were already so simplified and so direct already that I felt like
1: mm-hmm.
2: they're they're kind of good to go kind of thing you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, so yeah, so I've kind of played with different things and I still am you know yeah. things spontaneous come up yeah. and all of, all of the above right yeah I like that <laughs> that's the creative aspect I think that's fun too is once we've come to a certain level of. Abidance within ourselves, the creativity naturally blossoms through within us. So we're holding the structural integrity of these systems we've learned from. And we we use those systems as containers or as some, um, you know, foundations. And then it it blooms like in this creative, almost like artistic expression, where, you know, and, and that's why I, I still teach meditation. You know, it's been almost 10 years that I've taught and now like everyone feels so like epic because like i've been graced with all these great systems mm-hmm. but it comes through now my own
0: you know individual yes.
2: and we yeah. each have that ability
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah i love that the depths when you go you've got to just yeah dig deep <laughs> and yeah. It have... amazing i think we should um wrap it up soon, but what a great, great conversation
2: yeah it was epic that's a lot of good stuff yeah a lot
0: <laughs> i wanted to just um bring it back to the at the beginning just to understand what your um perception is of this split that is
1: occurring yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. well we did talk about free and two things a lot and and there is a a, a reference that they use in regards to the the um the, the timeline split, yeah. so they have a, they have a particular version of it that I do view as fairly accurate on some level. Um, you know, they they've obviously taught a lot about you know the distortions with the Fibonacci ratio or the Fibonacci spiral and the golden mean yeah. ratio and how that ratio is off by a little bit, but it's actually a lot when it keeps spinning out, um, and that's. We could say a, a core aspect to the distorted geometry that results in all the forms of distortion we find in this time matrix and specifically this planet. And then they've also they've obviously presented the crystal uh, the cristic spiral the crystal spiral that is you know what what they what they would say is the aligned geometry. And so um, I believe it's in November of 2023. Mm-hmm. I believe it's I believe it's then maybe before that I think it's November nine or something like that. I'd have to look it up. Um that's apparently when those those spirals hit kind of like almost like a tipping point of their um kind of splitting off where the crystals they they, they cross over each other and the crisp spiral will continue in its eternal life spiral. Um and that that frequency of ascension grid or incension, and then the um Fibonacci will just break off and kind of continue off into like phantom matrix fallen you know, black hole, pull kind of thing. Um, and so their, their viewpoint is that between like 2023 and, and 2025, there is that kind of like key splitting. It's already happening, but it's going to kind of peak out there. Mm. And that's where we may find ourselves in a place where that kind of almost like the other world doesn't even exist anymore. starts to become more and more apparent.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and so i i do see it on that in that way but i'm also never really too caught up on particular dates because
1: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> not only is everything kind of um, a gray like it's all kind of a, a, a matter of degree but also because we're we're in very large cycles in time so yeah. just one one day for one year it's very very small in the grand scheme yeah. of, of of the unfolding um but one one way that i've described it because it's part of my personal experience now but it's also what I've learned in regards to physical ascension, because it, it it's no longer really the path anymore for physical ascension. But part of the but it's still kind of blending in the sense yeah, that yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: right yeah. where um typically physical ascension would happen through stargates right we would go to a stargate in a particular uh, key area of the planet and yeah. we would literally like you know walk through the portal and we're going to a higher dimension. So that's not really the case anymore. However we are always kind of in this space especially now because we're creating frequency in such a fast manner and the difference in frequencies are strong it almost does feel like we're kind of almost ascending or moving through a frequency band into a a whole new reality that's still here on this physical earth but it feels like it's not Yeah. right it's like it's like in its own bubble so so another version of ascension is called sliding, where you're literally sliding into a different dimensional band, right? Yeah. So e- even here on Earth, I think there's like anywhere from 12 to 15 or so. It's quite a lot, different versions of Earth in the same plane. Some of them exist down into the Earth, like in the inner like inner worlds, and some of them exist in the higher aspects of the atmosphere, like so. That's why people have, have described seeing like star cities or um, cities in the clouds and stuff like that. It's because they're actually wow. t- tuning in to the frequency bands of versions of Earth that exist in those 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 higher worlds.
0: And so um, sorry, is, you're saying that that's in this in this universe.
2: Yeah. It's in this Earth. Yeah, it's, it's right here, actually. Uh, it's just at a different uh, band of frequency. Um, whereas like Tara and stuff they're in yeah. different places yeah and they're not they're not yeah. this earth right because yeah. people call people call it earth Gaia, but earth isn't is no, Gaya.
0: Gaya. yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. No.
2: um so um so so what I what I personally kind of like intuited in this time is that I already feel it where I'm not really in the traditional reality too much I kind of blend in and out of it um but uh, you know there would be many times where like I would spend a couple of days where I don't even really have time to go on social media. I'm just traveling around locally, going to different like, you know, little hotspots of people or friends' houses, little portals. And it basically feels like I'm in a completely other like world. Like I I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in these portals where like nothing, like none of the other stuff is even here. I don't see any of it. I don't come across it. And so when we think about say like more and more gathering starts to happen in that regard, you know, say off-grid communities or, little hubs in the city you know say you're living with a bunch of people or you're in a close local because it it does have to do with the physical vicinity like if we're all in a similar physical vicinity and we're holding a, a, a certain frequency uh range that is not matching with the rest it will start to create a whole different like parallel world almost you know like a like um a different timeline so if we think of like bigger communities starting to to happen, which they've already been happening for many years and they're starting to really pop up now, what I see is that there will be more of that almost sliding into like kind of like hub zones, like like little, um, because there are hub zones in the earth's atmosphere that are of fallen nature. So this is where these fallen beings like essentially hide. So I'm not speaking of those, but I'm speaking of like, um, basically just a, you know a frequency of, of a, a much uh you know um balanced and harmonious nature that is of many more local people in our ge- geographical vicinity that literally create like these hubs or these little groupings or portals that will still physically be here but I could see them potentially even um meshing into some of these other uh, versions or frequency bands of earth yeah. that that the other Dimensions of people may not necessarily be able to even perceive.
0: Yeah, um, so this is something I've right. had.
2: Yeah, right. So I could see that, but I also could see it completely staying all physical. We're all still here, but there's just not much of an interaction between those worlds. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I see it. I do think that there could be crossovers with that, so we we may have to deal with certain things or whatever. But um, but who knows? You know, who knows yeah. really how that will happen. But I guess you know you can get the point of how I'm yes so yeah yeah it's Sharing perfect.
0: that
2: right and I, I think that i know that just starts individually like 100 percent. that starts just yeah, with yeah, us yeah. Yeah, yeah. where we get so
0: yeah.
2: you know in tune with what we want and yes. want to see and want to interact yes. with
0: and what we're not
2: <laughs> right yeah. and then that other stuff just kind of yeah. naturally dissolves it's still there but it's in a different plane
0: yeah
2: and then we're mm-hmm. in yeah, this other place. No. Uh,
0: yeah, I definitely feel that. Like for me now, I just feel more and more like no, 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 no. Like I'm going <laughs> down there, don't even try it. You know what I mean? I'm just like
2: no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it could it could end up like Hunger Games-esque. You know, where it's like um, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: like it's there's there's literally like sections, uh, yeah. versions, uh, sectioned off places yeah, 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 of, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. world. I could, I could see that
0: happening yeah, I can um so.
2: i mean it kind of already is in some places yeah 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 and i've also i watched something interesting from a guy who's more of a farmer you know he's more into the more 3d aspects of this and you know he's he's been about off-grid farming and stuff for a long time and he did this uh podcast and i watched it and it was about uh, north america and he was specifically pointing out like how he sees things uh, unfolding and and he was saying how like you know he views the powers that be in, in them as very lazy and so they kind of like want things to cro- collapse and fall apart on their own so then afterwards they can come in as things have kind of like fallen apart to like instill their rule you know whether that's like china coming over or mm-hmm. i don't know or yeah, they yeah. come out of there they come out of their bunkers and their underground caves and they're yeah. like okay now we're gonna um yeah. and and he was saying how like that's that's gonna happen much later and in this next like say You know one to five years or more it's it's a lot of it's a lot of just how we deal with those around us like like common people
0: 100 yeah
2: right and and if we can manage to keep things harmonious and and kind of rebuild as things start to collapse over this next period when powers that be or whatever try and come and instill some rule or if that's in the plan it's likely going to be a lot more difficult than they think um and I and I see that. I, I, I see I see a lot of um falling apart of the the this plan that has been set forth. It's it's succeeding on some level, yeah, but I, I I I there's a lot of holes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and a lot. yeah, yeah, and, and people are people are not like some people are completely asleep. Yeah, some people are empty shells where they're not even human. They, they literally are not even human. <laughs> uh and the people who are in between are not stupid people are not stupid they 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 have you know
1: yeah
3: i
2: have i have faith (laughs) so yeah
0: what uh, is there anything you would say to someone who's maybe struggling a bit with this kind of you know on the level where it's impacting their relationships in their lives in their lives? um
2: (laughs) well i feel like we everything we talked about today had a lot to do with like personal empowerment, personal practice, personal engagement, like engaging yourself, doing your work, going into the depths of your own emotions, your own, your own traumas, your own stuff that uh, essentially makes you feel not so great. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, it's 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 our own habits that uh, determine our frequency range, our state, our 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 um, you know daily default like range of of what we're feeling each day. You know, peace or guilt or sadness or anxiety or you know what is our more default ring we we, we have the ability to um, navigate that and bring it to a level that feels you know very content so that's the first and foremost thing and there's endless practices I can share you can share a bunch of people that can you know provide things and like I said following that breadcrumb trail is the first most important component now from there as we're residing in our own sense of, of, of contentment or peace or well-being or whatever, this naturally is going to come into our, you know, relationships. And it may dissolve certain relationships, generally. Yeah. Um, but the ones that are meant to stay, then, then I feel they, they balance out if if both people are, are willing on some level. And usually the stronger magnet um, influences the weaker magnet. Meaning, if you're experiencing more of a sense of contentment and peace and love, in your own being mm-hmm. then that will influence yeah. those who are not more strongly than they will influence you, you
0: yeah love right. that yes so yeah so since 2020 what is one thing that you're going to take with you <laughs> into the future um i don't
2: know whatever wants to come with me i guess so <laughs> <laughs> <Love that. laughs> i don't know I, I feel we talked about like living more more naturally like doing things more naturally more things that feel more natural more peaceful not nothing nothing really too drastic i I think that feels most
1: Mm. most
2: most alive you know Mm. because there's no rush and every big thing we think we need to do starts with a bunch of small things anyways so not like you're going to be doing any big thing anytime soon anyway like you know what i mean so yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah, and so I mean, what you described is also just kind of what we've been talking about, just getting back to peace, really, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's that simple, really. Right?
0: <laughs> and then, yeah, just going to end on this other question that I like to ask everyone is, um, what does freedom mean to you?
2: Um, freedom and the terms self-sovereignty or self-autonomy, they all kind of like ring true in that same light of Um, essentially knowing you have everything you need, like your naked natural self is everything you need, you know, what comes already naturally from this body is really everything you actually need, you know, your breath, your awareness, the elementals, the movements of your emotions, your thoughts, your your intention, awareness, like it's all, it's all like encapsulated right here. So we can enjoy external things, but it's when we get attached to them thinking that we need them then then that, that's when freedom starts to get cramped i guess
0: um, yes and it could seem like it's the opposite yeah sometimes you think i need them That makes More it- freedom yeah 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 yeah
1: that's yeah. it oh wow
0: that was such an amazing conversation thank you so much
2: <laughs> that was wild yeah yeah nice so nice yeah
0: thank you for uh sharing everything your journey yeah. sounds like you've literally been all diving into every corner of <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah it's been a wild ride right? yeah that's for yeah. sure but thank, thank you for you. all the space I enjoyed I enjoyed this you gave gave enough space for me to share and you have a lot of really great points yourself too and yeah it was great. I like this. Mm, amazing mm-hmm.
1: thank
0: you <laughs> yeah and mm-hmm. um yeah you're I love what you're sharing on Instagram. I'll put your link in the
2: scripture for more yeah 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 anyone if there's further questions just hit me up or whatever you know all kinds of stuff but yeah it's great
0: amazing
1: thank
0: you you so much love
1: likewise